0: I believe that suffering in today's world is misrepresented or at least misunderstood by the vast majority of the general public. And that's not to say that the current understanding of suffering is wrong. It's just that I think it's misrepresented and it's misunderstood because the major representation of suffering is much more on the severe end of the, if you want to call it, the spectrum of suffering. We're constantly bombarded by information which contains pictures, stories, and information about death and poverty, and especially in 2020, right, all we got was basically COVID news. Most of the things with politics are negative, severe it's what gains attention in today's media, which makes sense. But I think through that constant bombardment of severe representations of suffering, it causes us to disregard or, yeah, causes us to disregard the much more internal and personal aspects of suffering that are every day. These aspects of suffering would be. Stress, agitation, anger, to name a few. I like this representation that Gil Franzdahl, the Buddhist teacher I've talked about in the past, gives on perception. It's called achitta. That's the Pali word for, for what he's trying to represent in this mental image. And what the image is is a a hourglass tipped on its side. And so you have essentially a figure eight. And at the center, Anicca, is the Pali word for perception. And that essentially is what one of the core Buddhist teachings is, is that the recognition of everything that we are perceiving and the understanding of it. And I like this view because Gill, when he talks about it, and I'll get to how this relates to suffering in a minute, But when he talks about this horizontal hourglass, the right side of it is the external world. The center, where they intersect, is the point of perception, what we experience. And in the left half is the internal world. And now, when I talk about the severe aspects of suffering which are represented in today's world and which are most widely seen and heard, that would be on the right side of the hourglass, right? That's externally focused. That's not to say that there are much more moderate types of suffering that are externally focused, but the vast majority of the the extreme representations are externally focused. What I would like to focus on, or at least what I feel is important, is to Focus on the internal aspects of suffering. I know that's a core teaching in Buddhism. It's a core teaching in a wide variety of philosophies and religions, from what I can tell. Everywhere I, every time I hear something or I read something pertaining to a certain philosophy or religion, or just a self-improvement quote. You know, there's a Jordan Peterson, one of the guys that I really like like to listen to and read, A lot of that you could say is very very similar to Buddhist teachings and so I guess that's kind of my point is that it is a it's a core teaching in a lot of aspects of life but I feel like today's media and today's information overload persuades us to just focus on the severe aspects and so if I was to have a conversation with someone and they were to say hey Otto how are you doing today and I said "Ah, man I'm suffering that would kind of be perplexing to the person I was talking to because they would be like, wow, like something extreme must have happened to Otto today because he's suffering. It's like, well, I'm agitated, I'm stressed. I'm a little angry for some reason with one person or another. And I feel as though we're so, the majority of us are so in what it, what we're consuming. We're so embedded and our minds are so latched on to those ideas that that's what results in a bad day is that we're we're so we're so latched onto those ideas that we can't see clearly that we are angry or stressed or agitated, and that we're just this big bundle of emotions at this given time, and that's where someone says, "I'm having a bad day. I used to always wonder that you know how does people have a bad day, and it's one thing to have a bad day or to have a have a disturbing a disruption throughout the day, but to have your whole day be classified as bad, it's always a question why, and I think a lot of that is because we're so focused on the right side of that hourglass, that external representation of suffering, that we can't even see the left side of the hourglass, which is the side that is internally focused. Okay, why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm feeling angry, why well, I'm feeling. Sad. I'm feeling down or, or or anything which might be considered in your mind small or insignificant really is something to actually turn over and examine. There's this thought or idea that I've been trying to write about or do a podcast about and it surrounds the idea of being able to be peaceful in times of agitation and stress and overload the reason for me pondering this topic was because in the early days early couple months of running the bakery full-time there was a particularly stressful day and that was Thursdays Thursdays were the days that I made croissants made bread and pretzels and so with the combination of those three different processes it made for a very long and stressful day, and I kept running into that every day, every Thursday. You know, I would say that I would go to bed questioning if I really wanted to do this every Thursday, but every Friday I got up, so that kind of solidified in my mind. as like, well, I'm still getting up and doing it, so we're good here, but Thursdays were so agitating, caused me so much suffering in the sense that. I was going back and forth between different processes, I was going back and forth between different products, that I would actually go to bed questioning whether or not I wanted to continue doing this. And I knew that the answer was yes, I do. But I had to tell myself that, hey, there's a way to do this peacefully. There's a way to go through a Thursday, make loaves of bread, pretzels, and croissants, and end the day on a peaceful note and say hey you know that was a peaceful day still because that's why i'm doing this at the end of the day right i wrote wrote that blog post when i took the plunge full time and in it i speak of personal freedom and truth and part of that is to further develop myself to be more peaceful and what better way to learn that about myself than to work through the suffering aspects of trying to start a bakery trying to get get this off the ground and so what i would do during those thursdays is i would remind myself that there is a way to be peaceful during this that's what that's the core of buddhist teaching right is is being able to examine the aspects that cause suffering in a way make peace with them be present with them and continue to move continue to flow down the river of life the stream of life and that was what i ended up doing i kind of took a a personal inventory of what it was that i would do on a routine basis that made me feel peaceful and present and i would do an inventory of what it was that i was doing that would make me feel as though i was stressed and agitated and through recognizing both of those aspects it allowed me more of a path to make sure that those thursdays were, were as, as, little, as least stressful as possible. One of those things is making sure that I'm getting up on time so that way I can do my morning routine. Involves some reading, some meditating, and having something to eat. As opposed to just getting right up and feeling like I have to go, go, go. Another way that I was able to cultivate a peaceful day was to be truly present on what it was that I was doing, focus intently on what it was I was doing. If I was mixing dough, that's what I was doing. I was mixing dough. I wasn't mixing dough and at the same time trying to do dishes or at the same time trying to heat water for another product or trying to measure things out. I was mixing dough at that time and I needed to be present. Gil Franzl, he often talks about when he was at a monastery and he was on, he was like the kitchen manager at one point And one of his favorite things to do was to chop vegetables. And it was just such an easy, I don't want to say easy, because it does take some skill to chop vegetables efficiently, but it was a single task. And here I am, I'm cutting vegetables. Here I am, I'm mixing the dough. He tells another story in where he was carrying out a a, a pot. Like a stock pot or something like that to to serve soup say and he was carrying it with one hand he was able to must not have been that very big of a pot but whatever he was carrying he was carrying it with one hand and one of the elders at that monastery stopped him and said no gilson you have to carry that with two hands be present and carry that with two hands and, and through doing those aspects through through being present of each step, of each process, through ensuring that you're doing the things that cultivate a peaceful mind for you, I was able to, one, I was able to shorten the work day on a Thursday. There were times in the early, early months where my Thursdays took up, I would start at six in the morning and I would go till 7.30. 8 o'clock at night but I would go from 6 to 8 o'clock at night and that was straight working that was no breaks that was trying to eat on the go and suddenly through taking more time and through having more intention with being present I was able to cut those days down to now a typical Thursday if I am doing all three products I can get by get done around five o'clock and I can start at seven And that was through being present and through cultivating peace of mind. And so it seems as though, I guess, the point of this, or the point of this small talk, is that don't belittle your own experiences with suffering. You don't need to suffer a catastrophic or extreme personal event to acknowledge that you. Are suffering at the moment there doesn't need to be a death or a serious illness or a huge financial burden for you to be honest and say hey I'm I'm experiencing some suffering right now it can be as little as I had a bad night's sleep and I feel a little off today that's a form of suffering or maybe I feel a little more anxious than normal Maybe I feel a little bit more down than normal. Maybe I'm expecting something or making an assumption about something that really isn't there. That would be delusion, which is what, again, greed, hatred, and delusion are three aspects of life that Buddhism attempts to rid the practitioners of. So don't discount that. Focus on that intersection of internal and external, the perception, your actual experience. Focus on the present moment. And I do think that, I think that this is, this, again, this is expressed across a wide variety of philosophies, religions, self-help. But through focusing on that left half of the hourglass, the internal aspects of suffering... That will lessen the frequency that we see on the right half of of extreme, severe suffering. And it's so easy for us nowadays to solely focus and hone in on those readily available representations of suffering without even knowing, without even acknowledging, with completely forgetting and giving respect to our own internal peace of mind. Ask yourself, am I feeling peaceful right now? Do I feel peaceful today? You know, Gil Franzel says that every occurrence is an opportunity to be peaceful, no matter what the occurrence is. So that's what I've been thinking about lately. And I think that I'm trying to flesh it out here right now. So focusing on the internal aspects of suffering, giving respect and paying respect to your own different types of suffering. We're all unique in this situation. It's a universal truth. The one, you know, two universal truths. You're going to experience suffering and impermanence. Things change. Nothing is permanent. And so understanding that, giving respect for your own internal suffering. And who knows, maybe tomorrow you'll have a peaceful day. Maybe that'll lead to another peaceful day. Maybe that'll lead to a peaceful day for the people you encounter while you are experiencing your peaceful day. A pleasant smile or a pleasant soft eye contact. Genuine interaction with one another. And especially now we're able to we're starting to be able to take our masks off. It's nice to see people being able to smile and being able to read people's facial expressions once again. Because if you're having a peaceful day and exuding peace and kindness and love, then that person that you're talking to That person you see on the street that you might give a wave to, they might feel that too. And as you build on that, it snowballs. That person sees another person, that person sees another person. Next thing you know, those extreme representations of suffering are starting to dwindle. Now, there's a lot of other reasons that I think that these types of suffering, these types of representations are shown, but that's not really the topic of this discussion. And so I guess I'll end... By repeating that quote from Gil, which is that every every occurrence throughout the day is an opportunity to be peaceful. Thanks, guys. Feels good to be talking again. Good night.